Good evening, or um, I don't know what time it is you're listening to. It's good evening with uh, for myself and David. This is our 18th uh, podcast mm. of hoarding stuff or hoarding stuff, depending on how you want to think about it, even though Dave got confused about the difference. Um, and we're going to have a review of the podcast that we did last year, mm-hmm. which was looking at Christmas through the eyes of someone with hoarding behaviour, as in what is a bigger dread, what is not considered sometimes by other people. And then we're also going to have a look at what's happened in the 12 months since the last Christmas podcast that we did. So, Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think... David. I think it's probably a good idea for anybody to to have some tips about um, not being so hectic and stressed about Christmas because it just gets crazy, just gets mad. And especially at this point in time when we're already under stress because of COVID and goodness knows what else going on. You know, there's a lot of things in the air that cause stress and unhappiness. And why would you, it's like stabbing yourself in the neck with a Twice. knife and, and going, um, well, why does my neck feel painful? What's going on? Uh, so, well, you uh, do it twice, don't you? Because you spend money that you haven't got. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first stab in your neck. And then the right. second one is, I haven't got time to do this. I don't I don't think I've got the right present. Uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't got any wrapping paper. I think there's I, a, no, there's three stabs, right? It depends on right. if you're using money or not, right? If you're using credit and you're spending money you haven't got, you haven't got the time to do all the stuff. And then you've got to pay the money back that you didn't have in the first place with interest. We are reviewing um, the year from last Christmas to now mm. and, and having a look at the stress that Christmas causes. So I've got a really good example of this. A lady that I've been working with who has got an awful lot of stuff, Yeah. Um, obviously, because I wouldn't be working with her otherwise. And she, because she buys a lot of things for, to resell on eBay. So that's the first thing. But she also buys a lot of gifts for people. Mm. And so this year she decided that she was going to get all the gifts together that she's bought over the years and then re-bought because she's forgotten that she's bought them. And she was going to get them all out and she was going to get mm-hmm. giant bags for the people that she's bought them for. Right. And she was going to give them to them. And I said, well, that sounds like a good idea because they're going to the destination that you bought them for. Anyway, she phoned me um, last week in tears and she said, I've just got all the stuff out from under my bed. So Mm. we've already done stuff around her bed and up corners and in wardrobes and things. And she said, I got the stuff out from under my bed, which I thought was a little bit. And she said, it's even more than the stuff that we'd already gone through. And mm. there's so much stuff that she said, my nieces, my nieces won't want that much stuff. She said, it's ridiculous. And she said, I'm just in such denial about my buying. And she said, it's just overwhelmed me. And I said, well, let's have a little look then. And, and then obviously together with this goes other things that go wrong, like her car has broken. Right. Mobility is really bad, so she can't walk anywhere. So she needs her car to get anywhere to, you know. Mm. Uh, so she said, I said, well, let's like break it down, and have a look at it. And I said, everything that you've got is donatable. It, okay. you know, that isn't, yeah. that isn't yeah. in question. And I said, could you find a local church 
-hmm. or something like that that who can come and collect some stuff from you and you give them a little bit of and stuff. they can they can distribute it to other people yes because yeah. i said there right. is no more perfect time of year for doing that than than now right and she said yeah actually that's quite a good idea because you know then it she just like snowballed in her thoughts that everything was terrible she didn't have a purpose you know or, or, mm. and i said well maybe you could also ask whoever you donate it to if there's any volunteering you might do right. um, when your car gets mended and, you know, to give you something to think about for next year as well. And so let, let's, let's, let's take, like, the hoarding out of it for yes. a moment. Yeah. Right? And let's just look at life, right, because that happens to everyone if, if you're a hoarder or not that life thing gets in the bloody way doesn't it right really annoying although the alternative isn't much better right so life's quite good i suppose in a way we have grumble grumble right but the underlying message there is that she's a kind person yeah right she's a very kind person uh but coming up with that thing that i've said quite a lot and a lot of other people that have hoarding disorder say is What's my purpose? What am I here for? What what's um the 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 meaning? My raisin, my raisin d'etre. No, it's not raisin. My raisin. My 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 shriveled grape of the day. What's the reason for it? What's the reason for it? And um, so I think that that comes across quite a bit. Um, and it's quite a difficult one. I don't suppose you could have said, yeah, this time of the year you can be a helpful elf. And and that's, that's, I'd actually quite no. like to see her as a helpful elf. Up to, at yeah, be that great, would be brilliant, be fantastic. <laughs> but I think that's what she's she's doing. She's trying to, you know, whether it's because it fulfills a certain need in herself to to buy the stuff, but there must be a, a feeling of of goodness when she she gives it across when when she could get a chance to do that. You know? Well, that, and, and that's what she did. She said, I went back through the bags for my nieces mm -hmm. and took some stuff out because mm. she said it was so ridiculous that they probably would have, like, had me sectioned instead of saying thank you. <laughs> and, and she said, I took some stuff out and she said, then I found the Salvation Army mm. and I asked them if they could collect all this stuff. She said, I explained my situation. Yeah. And she, then I asked them if there's any way I could do just short bursts of volunteering. For right, them. right. Because I mean, if that mobility is not good. That's what that, I mean. That... So she was unsure. And they said, absolutely. And we will talk to you about that as well. Yeah. So it was I was just really glad on that particular day that I was in because, yeah. you know, I, just a, just a five minute phone call, really, mm -hmm. just to sort of put it back into perspective and. And then she jumped back on, you know, and, and is really happy now. And that's great. That's cool. So, and yeah. How does she how does she manage with the, the, the eBay selling stuff? Does she She's very good at it, actually. Right. And I've said, right. you know, one of the things you might think about doing is teaching other people how yeah. to do that because yeah. she is very successful at it. But of course, it she's better at the buying than the selling, but she does make money ah, out of the selling. Okay. No, I mean it, it just takes a lot of I would imagine it takes a fair bit of organisation. Yeah, but I think do. she's done that quite for quite a long time. So she's okay. quite organised in it. And the partner that she lives with, he takes, he usually takes the parcels to the post. So I'm, I'm curious that 
But is there a is there a defining line then between the stuff that's that's definitely going to be sold and the other stuff? Is, yes. Is a... So she sells. She she buys a lot of jewelry, right? Making equipment, so ah, cool. make jewelry, and she used to make a lot more jewelry. So she started off doing that and was very good at it. Then mm -hmm. she started adding clothes and other bits and bobs. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she always bought lots of gifts for people. Wow. And so it was, she... it, it's the gifts that she was getting really upset about because she's stopped buying to sell. Right. Okay. For the moment, because she's selling her way through everything. That uh, she's got. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She has, you know, she has got a plan, and she also has had a skip through the project as okay. well. So things are leaving, and the skip's nearly full. Mm. Um, so things are happening, but she just had a big dip because I think she'd frightened herself mm. in how much stuff she actually had. It's easy done. It's because she's easy done. very, very packed, compact. You know, it's very very tidy um mm. but it's just very very packed in and so when she started pulling it out it was just like endless and i think it it's, overwhelmed it's it. like having it you're, you're looking around your living room right and you haven't looked for ages and all of a sudden there's a glacier there and it's like where did that come from <laughs> how does where is it or an elephant turns up in your living room you know when you did i order to, that when, when, uh, uh, and it's, it's crapping all over the floor what <laughs> I'm going to get my Christmas tree up with this elephant crapping all over the floor. I don't know. Right. So have you got a Christmas tree, um, Dave? <laughs> yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got a Christmas tree. But, uh, but we need to, I mean, the, the last year is uh, we've, we've uh, I've lost control of the bed. Uh, the robot arm is still in control of the bed. And I'm still sleeping on the, the, the sofa in the living room. And... Uh, well, it was quite nice. David of Warwick did ask me if uh, the bath had gone back to its, its uh, proper purpose rather than being a, a bookcase, which, which it kind of has. Apparently you put water in it and and, and, clean, and clean yourself in it. Which, bizarre, um, bizarre activity. I, I go with the idea that they used to say, which was um, I have a bath once a year, even if I don't need it. And, uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, if it's good enough for the medieval monarchs, it's good Absolutely. enough for me, apart from you know, the problems it causes. <laughs> You'll notice, as I said earlier, I've got my, 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 um, my first glasses in 53 years, and these reading glasses really don't do all that much, but I've put them on to feel more intelligent. Good, good. Well, if you perch on the end of your nose, like you have to, so you it's what, can it's, see. It's what I'm doing. So you can see it close. <laughs> then that does make you look very wise. It does, yeah. Very yeah. wise. Very yeah. professorial, yeah, yeah. So, so what, have you been buying presents this year for people? Well, there's a, there's a strange old tale there. Uh, I thought this year I'll, uh, I'll buy less presents. I mean, I don't really buy presents for my family that much now. But, mm. and, and if I do, I'll send my auntie some flowers or something like that. And my cousins, I said, what do you want? Went, oh, we've got everything we need. So, oh, fair enough, I'm not going to uh go against their wishes and then for um her indoors um my housemate i thought oh I'll get some like more quality presents you know yeah uh spend a bit more money on them and have less of them so not be about 12 presents but be a few books and you know this and that and the other and i thought this year i've got um 
I don't know if she's listening. I've got a, a graphic uh, novel um, about Homo sapiens, which is a great book, uh, but it'll probably be more interesting in graphic form. Uh, it's quite a heavy book. Um, some brandy snaps because she likes them, but she's already got some. Damn it. <laughs> right. And uh, and a, a needle felting kit. Right. Big old needle felting kit. And one of these tables, right, for putting over the, the bed. So you can do oh, artwork. Yeah. But there's been a box in the hallway for about two weeks, and I hadn't asked her what it was. And, uh, and then the other day I went in to take her a cup of tea, and guess what was over her bed? No. Yes. No. Yes. I think, and I think that's part of the problem today, because it just gets harder and harder to buy people presents yeah. unless it's something completely bonkers. Yeah. So, uh, because everybody's got everything twice, because That's if right. they haven't got it, they'll just get their phone and buy it there and yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, That's it. Yeah, it, it's, there's it, no, that delight in buying things, unless you make things for people. Right. Then, you know, it's really difficult right. to, to find things to buy. I don't think anybody would want anything that my half-assed set of skills would be able to produce. Oh, lovely. It, it's a rocket made of a fairy, fairy liquid body. I've, I've always wanted one of them. Oh, it's like a, they did on Blue Peter. It's a, it's a, tin, <laughs> it's a tin can telephone. How, how novel. Can I get texts on it? Uh, no. I have, actually, I must say, I've always fancied a pinhole camera. Oh, yeah. I no, that's seeing, great. That's I remember great. Seeing, like, seeing how to make one of those and just not mm. believing that it's possible. But, is, but, but you still have to develop it, don't you? Do you not still have I don't to? No, I don't understand the whole magic. Of I think you do. I think you do. do. And, and this, because for ages I thought that would be a great one for like teaching kids about um, photography and, and doing it cheaply. Um, and when I suggested it, they just went, the people I suggested it to went, what are you on about? What are you talking about? That's, all, that's very old fashioned, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> that's the point it's old-fashioned yes you wait till i get onto wax cylinders matey oh yes oh don't <laughs> oh, that was another one of the um one of the guys that was in the first tv program i did it was the first one he hmm. um he lived in plymouth and he'd got hundreds of those um cylinders for wow Pianolas, that's it. Pianola. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But he didn't have a pianola. But oh. he just had hundreds of the cylinders. And they are, because they were really old, they were still in their original boxes, which were really beautiful. But they were just everywhere. There were just boxes and boxes of them. And that's... when we laid them all out in the warehouse, because that's what we did on that programme, took stuff to a warehouse and sort of mm. put it all in, you know, grouped it together with, you know, groups of this. And what else did he have? Oh, what were they called? It was some sort of... Not graphic equalizers. It was some sort of um, audio equipment of some kind. It wasn't audio equipment. Was it, it not? Was, it was. It was like some sort of graph making thing oh. that looked like that looked like microwaves. I can't remember. Right, what it was right. There, but it sounded like graphic equalizer, but it wasn't. And he had thousands of those as well. And it was like, why? And he said, oh, because they measure such and such. And yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Oscilloscope, maybe? Oscilloscope? Measures electrical oscilloscopes. things? Yes, it might have been, yeah. But well, yes, the best no, thing no. to do is, if you're not sure, just put the word electro 
in front of anything and it'll, right. it'll, carry, it'll carry it. Yeah, electro oscilloscopes then. Electro oscilloscopian magnetic thingy-majig. Yes. That's, that's the technical many of those. Many the technical of those. term for that. Yeah. But no, it was just fascinating. So um, very pretty. But as I said, that he hadn't got a pianola to pay them on. So they, you know, they were a bit sad. What a shame. It's, yeah. 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 I mean, the great thing would be, I suppose, if you found somebody that had a pianola, right? It'd be a bit of work and maybe they'd do it. I don't know. But um, play the, the, the things on the pianola and record them. Yeah, and then you can, they can listen to them. That, that's well, I don't think I don't think it was the sound he'd got them for. If you know oh, what I mean, I think it, it was just was the, it the aesthetic and yes, having them. I think it was just the fact of having. Them. And he mm. did he did like audio stuff because he had loads of massive speakers like that right. were the size of a cupboard. Yeah, but um, they were apparently like the king of speakers. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know. Well, there you go. You see. As a, as a hoarder, I'd have a completely different agenda to him there because I'd I'd want to I'd want to hear them. I'd want to yeah hear what they they sound like. No, it's like just different. It's different reasons, and it, that's it is, what, isn't it? That's yeah, what's yeah. Interesting, I think, is what's really going on. So the lady yeah. that said about the gifts, mm -hmm. her mum died, mm. and her best friend died really close together, and so she cranked up her buying. Mm -hmm. to sort of soothe that that thing but but if you take it really far back she had a really unhappy childhood so although mm -hmm. her mum died and her yeah. mum was the center of her universe she'd never resolved mm -hmm. the unhappy childhood that she'd actually had because she was a naughty child but she wasn't a naughty child <laughs> I, I had that be. one well if you <laughs> if you'd looked at her today she would have had ADHD I never had the, the chance of being a naughty child. <laughs> I think my mum assumed, and I think a lot of parents do this, they assume that if you don't put your foot down, any child will turn into a, a demon child. No, I know. It's so... Um, I'm just listening to a book about it at the moment, and it's just yeah. so wrong. If you... Uh -huh. It's such... It's such, But, it, I mean, it's spare the rod and spoil the child. That's it. Yeah, it's yeah, come from... Yeah. But it's so damaging and so wrong, and and has all sorts of dire consequences. So it's just one of those things where you think, oh, I wish people, you know, could you stop doing that, please? It's it's not helpful to anybody, and uh, yeah. and it's going to be counterproductive. My mum, I've probably said this before to you, said uh, for ages before we go out anywhere, she go act normal, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, it's, it's funny as you say, but it's not funny when you live uh, it. Oh no, it's great though, right? Because um, in a way, I'm, I'm grateful for it um, on those days that I'm not feeling bitter about it. Uh, <laughs> on the because, days you're not in therapy for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, on those, those days when you go, right, so hold on, let's break this down. Uh, normal. And this means that anybody out there is also acting. They're all acting. There's no such thing as normal. What's normal? Oh, God, what's normal? What's normal? And then, but it makes you nervous in case you're not acting normal. Of course, and then, yes. And then the other word was act. So here, act all the time. So I just went, I went into drama, didn't I? Because she told me to act. So, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, all of that. Oh, thank you very much, Mum. Yeah, I will. I'll do that then, eh? Um, yeah. So she's shaking my But if my she had said, we're going out today, you just be your glorious self and we'll have a yeah. day. Imagine yeah. that. 
that would have been great, wouldn't it? No, no, I would have been, I would have been, excuse the language here, an arrogant toss pot. More than I, more than I am now. I would have been. I would have been. Yeah, yeah. You would have been. You would have been a self-confident, and there's a big difference between self-confidence and arrogance. Well, I tell you, one of the interesting things is, and this this really um, struck at the heart of things for me. Somebody said, um, "It's like gardening. Some parents want their children to be like roses, but their nature is to be daffodils or daisies, right?" And if you try to make a daffodil or a daisy a rose, you don't get a glorious rose. You get a very sickly daffodil or daisy. Exactly. Right? So, so. No, um, it's very good. And I like analogies because they're easy to remember things. But anyway, back to Christmas presents. Whereas, so, I, sorry, I prefer to be a poisonous weed. If do you, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's me. Well, you could be um, a hallucinogenic weed. I want to be a hallucinogenic mushroom. Yeah, <laughs> psilocybin, which they're actually using now for... Depression. Um, yeah, yeah, which mm. is interesting. Oh, yeah. It's when they use ketamine that you can't go. Uh, <laughs> or or <laughs> the meth. What? <laughs> what? Anyway, sorry, Christmas presents, yeah. Don't be buying yeah. anybody hallucinogenic mushrooms or any of that. No. It's, it's illegal and not meant to. We're not, we're not well, condoning I, it, unless you were going through proper therapy. Well, I asked Pitt about this, and mm. I said... Could you just try a little bit? And he went, you don't understand how they work, do you, Heather? And I went, no, I don't. That's no. what I'm asking. Yeah. And I said, I don't actually want to try them, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. I love mushrooms, but I don't want mushrooms that alter my thinking. And he said, it, it really doesn't work like that. You can't have a little bit because what it does, it does. Whether you have a lot or a little bit, yeah, yeah. It does it. And it was yeah. like, right, okay, no, I'm definitely not going to touch them. But I do think, is it because I'd read this really brilliant book called um, Entangled World, I think. Oh, hello, Jane just got that recently. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's and there's a, big, there's a big chunk about, about magic mushrooms because it's about how wonderful mushrooms actually are, how fascinating, how versatile, how clever, how plastic eating they are. Mm. All sorts of stuff mm. like that. Mushrooms mm. are going to save the world, basically. That's good. But that's what made me then try and grow mushrooms out of books. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did, there was a video of him with with a copy copy of his books with, with mushrooms. Oh, and he grew the mushrooms out of it. I remember yeah. this. Yeah. 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 So I had yeah. to go with some old paperbacks that I'd got, and they were great, and it worked. Right. And they were um, really yummy, believe it or not. You do realise that that fills me with terror. Why? Growing mushrooms on books. Yeah, books. but they were, they, were, they were crappy books. They were... They were... <laughs> books. They were... Um, they were pulpy bestsellers. Oh, uh, fair yeah. enough. They weren't... They weren't nothing... Right, there was nothing I've, classical. I've got my trippy mushrooms growing in the Barbara Cartland section. It was a bit like that. Yeah, it was a bit like that. But, yeah, they uh, were... And that Steve said it make you more sort of loquacious when you'd eaten them. I said, no, he ate them too, actually. So, no, nothing happened, right? <laughs> you didn't hear any of that. Um, so Christmas presents, then. Um, yeah, I thought we'd go with more quality than quantity, right? Um, and, and maybe even a little kind of like uh, vouchers for experiences, That's dependent. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving my, my stepdaughter vouchers for help 
because she wants to do some sorting. Mm. So I yeah. give her, I'm going to give her six, one every two months. Depending on where we are at the point of um, time after Christmas, because it's all a bit up in the air and... Oh, and uh, plan C, or what do they call so, it? Circuit uh, breaker. <laughs> Just makes me think of uh, the song by uh, The Prodigy, you know. I'm a circuit breaker, <laughs> twisted circuit breaker. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Anyway, yeah, I don't know where we are. Uh, so I'll have to put a, 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 I'll have to have them for a year or something like that. The vouchers will be for a year. Yeah, you can have three meals in a year or a couple of trips to the cinema, maybe and to the theatre, the opera and ballet, if we really, really must. Really, really. Why is, yeah, that'd be good. An opera about hoarding would be good. I think yeah. there should be an opera about hoarding. Well, I but think I think there could be. It ain't over till the proper hoarder sings. That's that's uh till the fat uh, hoarder sings. No, I wasn't gonna go there. No. Well, I did. I'm we'll older have, than you. Well, I'm, I'm allowed, none of that. I'm allowed to be. It's I'm non PC. NPC. No. Can't have it. So this this last year, um, I mean, we started in November and then we got to Christmas and then it was fascinating to think about what people could do for Christmas. And I, it would have been nice to know what people did. So this year we could have given more advice on stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. So what what tricks people have come up with to avoid yeah. overloading either their friends and family or the advice that they've given those friends and family to not overload them? Yeah. And I think last year we just said experiences anyway, didn't we, really? I think that, that was the yeah. main thing. Find things, and, and it's not good for me because my memory's awful, but if you've got a good memory, and, and I suppose the way to augment that is to have loads of photos and stuff, um, then that's the thing to do, is, is experiences and, and interactions with people and, and hopefully making people's lives a bit better. Now, what else is there really that you want to to have for somebody is to the whole point of buying the stuff is to hopefully make their life in some way easier yes. or better and it's interesting isn't it so many of the things that we have in our lives that mm. we've aspired to so mm -hmm. this is as humans i mean not just so we've aspired to doing less work yeah you know so we've mechanized things and then yeah then we're all dying of heart attacks and diabetes because we don't get enough exercise naturally. Mm -hmm. And yep. then we wanted to have more money. So we've got access to credit, which just puts us in danger and often makes us overbuy and feel really bad. And then all sorts of trouble happens because of that. So mm. it's all these unintended consequences of things that seem logical, don't they? It's why yeah. wouldn't you try and do less work? Why wouldn't you, you know, if you work, 20 hours a day mm -hmm. and your dream must have been surely I could work 18 hours a day and then I'd feel better well so they, yeah they said that that it's, it was something like you know you'd probably get this wrong but you're nomad um when there were I'll put this the right way around because it's always the gatherers that bring in the most food thank you very much the gatherer hunters who tend to be the ladies right <laughs> um would have probably done three or four hours a day I think it was estimated yeah, yeah. and um, because they didn't need the 
flat screen tellies and the rest of it that, no. that I'm it's keen too, on. Too knackered <laughs> to watch them. Too knackered yeah. to watch them. No, they weren't because because they would be they'd be doing um, stuff, you know, dancing and partying and and um and enjoying life. I mean it was shorter, right? You didn't have as much time. Uh, and in between having babies and stuff, which could probably kill you. Um, I think that we, we had more of an idea of of what life no, that's wrong. Well, I think we were probably just more connected to nature. Yeah. yeah. And that we've really, really cut ourselves off from that. And I think this is why we're flailing, you know, yeah. this is why things aren't going great. But I just think it's interesting that all the things that we chase down mm. actually come back to bite us, you know? But they can do, yeah. And But there's there's some stuff that you go, right, okay. And and you readjust uh, as well. You kind of like... We go through periods when materialism is is the, the, the greatest thing going and then there are certain sections that go, oh, no, what, what's yeah. this really doing for me? Uh, why do I need it? What what is it that I'm I'm getting from this? Um, and sometimes the the biggest thing is status. Yeah, I I feel much bigger because I've got uh, this and that and the other, um, and the, the status symbols for me that I always seem to to think about uh, that I wouldn't want are fast cars and yachts. Mm. Uh, yachts, particular. Well, no, not even yeah. fast cars. I want a nice car that just gets me from A to B and doesn't break. Right. And yachts, I mean, what a waste of... And they're just such a faff. They're just, they're just extra work, yachts. I, well, but I mean, I don't, I don't quite understand why it... But that, that's just me. That's my personal no, opinion I don't, on I don't, it, right? I, don't even, I don't even like boats. So, so uh, but I don't know what... So if I, if I was trying to think of something that was a status symbol... For you. It, for me, it, and I... I'd struggle a bit. I'd, I, I'd, I think I your know. status symbol, David, which is a lot of people, is uh -huh. knowledge. I think that's, you, that's true. Yeah. Your sort of, your, and because if you if you take a step backwards from the need for a status symbol, mm. you step into the real reason why people need status symbols, or the real reason why we need anything virtually that isn't the basic on the bottom of Maslow's, you know, his pyramid. His pyramid thing is um, once you go a little bit higher than that, what people are doing stuff for is fear. Mm. It's they're frightened that they'll get left behind or they'll be ignored and then they will fail. Mm. And so if you can reassure yourself that you are padded against that sort of rejection from the world, then you're safe but of course you're not because the more money you make you've then got to protect it then you become completely mm -hmm. paranoid that nobody likes you for anything other but, than your, but your, your money yeah, must be, yeah i don't know it's about true. that completely it's whether that's no, I, well that, they've that. done they somebody was quoting um a survey about this the other day mm. where they've done a lot of research into this and most of the people that have lots of money mm. are really really paranoid about mm. oh yeah i mean I, I can i can understand that because it's there will be some there will be some chances out there i was just kind of not, like wondering whether there must be nice people that have got money and, and people like must be but and people like them have... because because of themselves right yeah but than... i think they still have those fears because yeah yeah you know the reassurance of life yeah you think it's coming through acquiring stuff and but i think the further outside you go Mm -hmm. So, you know, the bigger whatever you buy is further away from you. 
that's the more unhappy you get. Whereas okay. if, you, if you look inside for stuff, mm. we've got it all. We just don't know how to access it anymore. Mm. I think we've, because we've spent such a long time looking out, which gives us pleasure. So, you know, you're going to keep doing it. But a lot of that we've been taught by, um, we've been taught how to be consumers. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Buy this and you will be that, you know, golden girl with the whooshy hair or um, that slick looking lad that drives fast cars and everybody really admires and, and they been, do. Do you know there's yeah. been a number of adverts on recently, they're mainly perfume adverts that drive me up oh, the wall. Ridiculous. They're, they, they're they, utterly they, ridiculous. What, what's, what's that about? It's a very surreal world that you're living in, mate. What's, what's going on there? Eh? Just because eh? you spray yourself with that perfume. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, no, that, they are, they're bonkers. I miss, there was a whole, I think it must have been in the 80s, early 80s, perhaps late 70s, early 80s. There used to be some really funny adverts. Mm. And not that I ever really remembered what they were for, mm -hmm. but like Maureen Lippman and her ologies and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was that quite was nice. And I quite, but, but also subliminally selling me something that I can't even remember. That was British Telecom. She was yeah. called BT. Yes, yeah. yeah. But, um, but they don't even bother to make funny adverts anymore. They're just dreadful. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, they do work. They do work. And it's quite insidious how this has buried itself into our psyche. Mm. Well, that, that's the whole point of advertising, isn't it? To, totally, to... yeah. Well, advertising, as I said, you met psychology in the 50s, I think, late 50s, early 50s. Yeah, 50s. Mm -hmm. And then it became a proper science. Mm. And, and they've, they've worked their magic on us ever since. I think it's Bernays is um, one of Freud's relatives uh, that did that business about convincing women when they were going for women's liberation on one of the independence marches that the way to show that they were independent was to smoke. Yeah, look at you smoking. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Is that because he owned a tobacco company? I don't know. But it was one yeah, of his, 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 his things. That he, a lot of uh, PR stuff is, is him, him, essentially. You know, he's kind of caused that kind of um, trend, the trade, a lot can be traced back to him, you know. And it's like, wow. oh, well, well, I suppose it happened, and you know, fair enough. And, but and, it, I uh, mean, it is, it is quite fun, and it must be quite hedonistic feeling when I, I can't remember when it was. It was probably about twenty five years ago that, um, oh, what's the name of that woman that writes cookery books? And she, she, she recommended um, uh, an omelet pan. Right. On her TV programme. And they just sold out, like, right. in two days. It's very difficult to tell who it is. You'll have to, we'll have to do a, you know that, uh, who is it, the, the kind of thing with the pictures. Are they wearing a hat? Name. I can't is remember. It, Everybody uh, Nigella Lawson? Is it no. Delia Smith? Delia Smith. Oh, there we go. There I was going to go for Mary you. Berry after that. No, I knew it wasn't a Bake Off person. No, it right. was Delia Smith. Delia Smith. And then the, the, the outlier would have been Fanny Craddock. Oh, she was utterly joyous, Fanny Craddock was. Even though she was a nightmare, I did love her. There was a wonderful story about uh, one of the announcers at the end of the programme. She'd made donuts. And he said, and I hope you enjoyed the programme. 
And I hope that all your donuts turn out like fannies. Uh, yes, yes. Mind you, she, she, um, she spoiled her own career by being mean to somebody. Uh, you know. And that was it. She, yeah. she was judging a competition. I think it was a farmer's wife mm. who'd baked much better than her anyway. Mm-hmm. And she was just really condescending to her and really rude. And it, was, and it went out on television. And I think that was the end of her career. So maybe that's something we could consider with the with the, the, the reign of Bake Off is making somebody a cake for Christmas. Yes. I think, I, well, I make always make nice people meal. a cake for their birthday if mm. I don't know them very well. So I don't know um, and if we're going to, to do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Then I, uh, I usually make a birthday cake because I quite like making cake. Because one of the things as well is the time bank. You know, the, this idea of the time bank. That yes. You... you, you, you you give um, time instead, and uh, I don't know, maybe reading somebody a story or a book or, or spending a bit, I don't know, massage. Anything that you can think of that you're capable of doing that, that yeah. would make somebody's life that, because that's the point, make life better. Well, that's it. And that was the original reason why people gave gifts, wasn't it? Was to mm. give people a small bit of pleasure that yeah. they didn't get. But like I said, we, we, we self well, excuse the term, but we self-pleasure all the time. Because now we just go, oh, I need a table to put on the bed. Can, can, and there can, you go. Can, can we go with self-soothe instead? Okay. That, 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 <laughs> that doesn't have any other connotations. <laughs> oh, <laughs> true, very true. Um, yeah. Self-serotonin, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So if we were to come up with five, let's try it, uh, five presents this time around i don't know what we did last time did we do 10 we'll do five i think we did more than five but yes let's try five just five so um some cooked thing that that is your speciality and you can even present it in a nice box can't you right yeah yeah so um no no because if you present it in a nice box then they'll keep the box box. oh right so i think send it round in something like Clean film that can, that Do, is, yeah, be disposed of, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. on a plate though, on a plate, on a plate, but you've got to return the plate, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. so the cook thing on the plate. Um, what about something created artistically, even though you're not very good at art? If you're not, that's good okay, at I think it's art. nice that somebody yeah. tries to do something for you, so right. you could write a poem, you could, yeah, you could write a poem, draw a picture. Uh-huh. Trace a picture. Yeah, yeah. Do some needle point. Do a collage. Yeah, do a collage. Of some kind, right? Yeah, there's about... quite there's quite a lot of arty things that you could do. Or so that's two, that's two then, right? Yeah. Now three, we want something for 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 the manly listeners, right? Because right, some okay. people would would debate whether you you know your art and your poetry would be for everyone. No, um, that's true. What would you what would you suggest for 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 that? Oh, I don't know. It's difficult, uh, isn't it? Can you do any handiwork around the house? A bit of painting, voucher for some painting or some repairs. Yeah, but but if you're doing that for the man, yeah, you you mean for the man to give? Yeah, yeah, to give, yeah, to give, to give, yeah. Oh right, right. no, for yeah. the man to give, yes, you can do that. But also, or the lady, 
Why, why are the ladies they not do. doing that? Eh? But yeah. it's mostly, well, in the past, it was mostly men that wrote all the poems. That's very true. Yeah. Oh, I know what. You can write a poem about doing the DIY without even doing the DIY. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yes, that's enough. Well, so it's, it's more uh, my then, So I suppose you could offer a service yeah. of some sort on a voucher, or then I don't know whether this is the same or or a different one. What what we just talked about earlier, you could give somebody time. Time. So you could offer to spend time with them, like you said, read them a story or mm -hmm. take them somewhere if you've got a car and they haven't, mm. or go for a walk with them somewhere that you know is a really nice walk. Um, I've, got, I've got an idea for well, there were three, weren't we there? Yes. Right. So four is a really hard one, and I find this really difficult to do with people on, sometimes. Then. Listen. Mm. Silence. Hey, just listen to what they've got to say. Yes. And and actually listen. Don't just sort of sit there and pretend you're listening. Which well, listen. I... In training, we say you need to listen to hear, not listen yeah. to answer. That's the difference. Yeah, I, I struggle with that one actually. Yes, so do I, because I'm a solver. So, but but um, yes, just listening and then repeating back to somebody what they've said occasionally. And just yeah. say, yes, that uh, must uh, be really difficult. Occasionally, not like a, a wiseacre like me, repeating every sentence and filling yeah. every gap. Getting them wound up. Yeah, because we hate silence, I guess. We just hate it. And and um, not maybe... everybody does. Some people know the power of silence. But also to leave silence needs confidence. And most mm. of us haven't got that confidence. No, no. I always think that if somebody's being that silent, they're trying to psychologically break me down in some way. <laughs> no, they're not. They're probably just <laughs> time for things to sink in. <laughs> so, uh, so was that four now? Was that, that was four, four now. Four, so what right? can okay. we have as five then? Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll leave five to people to actually write in number five for themselves. Yeah, that would be great. And it and let us know, because it would be nice to hear from people. I know that, that people are listening. It's great that they're listening, but it would be nice to have a bit of interaction from you to, to help us really to learn as well. So to, to reply to us, if you want to, it's either at, to david at cloudsend.org.uk mm. or to heather at cloudsend.org.uk. That makes it. Yeah. So either either or, or both. Yeah. Um, we would love to hear from somebody. It's really nice to get to, some uh, feedback. To know that you're listening and, and to get some feedback because then we can then you can sort of do a big circle with that feedback. We can feedback the feedback to other people who are listening mm -hmm. and then hopefully get more. And that mm -hmm. that way you get some interesting traction. I think that's the word. It is indeed, yeah. Yeah. And and it's kind of a, a growth of of uh, so oh, 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 I've turned to a hippie. Oh, it's a growth of positivity. Oh, oh that's wonderful. Uh, oh, oh. Well, I, somebody sent me a text the other day, and he said, "Oh, thank you for batting off all my um, attempts to be negative because he was recounting a, a difficult conversation." I was just going, "Well, that, but that's really good," and that you know that. And I said, that's because I'm negative impervious. 
<laughs> negative impervious. We'll have to Absolutely. try that sometime. We'll yeah, some... so B N I, be negative impervious. Oh, I don't but, know about um, that. Yeah. <laughs> right then, I think. So that's, that well, maybe that's it. You need to give people positivity for Christmas. Yes. Yeah, well. You, not, I think you've got to give toxic people... levels. Don't give them no. toxic levels. Exactly. My goodness me. I think I think give people the challenge to find some way of making some things positive rather mm. than you mm. feeding it to people. Say, this is the challenge. What out of your Christmas can you find that is a positive? And and mm. how can you build on that for the next year? Yeah, I think that we, we should finish on the fact that. Um, Christmas is a dreadful one for hoarding. I mean, when you look at that that song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, imagine how big a house you have to have to have all those things turn up in your house. It's just dreadful. I know. I know. know. And then also I realised that Santa is is a hoarder because how else does he keep all those? But he's got to have a massive warehouse. And absolutely. Santa also comes down the chimney. Who else comes down the chimney apart from somebody who can't get through their own front door? He's a hoarder. Oh, right, of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. he's given himself away then, isn't he? Really? Pretty much, yeah. But yeah. he does have that annual purge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, maybe, maybe, unless, yeah. yeah, no, because because he only gives things to children, doesn't he? So what does he do with the other stuff that he keeps? It's difficult to tell, but I did hear that uh, this year he was going to go carbon neutral and instead of giving kids coal who've been naughty at the bottom of their stock, and he's giving them small solar panels instead. <laughs> yeah. That is brilliant. Well, what I, we, official. I, I, I said I was going to do this last year and I didn't, but I must write it in my diary so that I do do it next year. We were going to start an anti-Santa campaign. Not Really? Not, no, no, not anti-Santa. Be an anti-Santa. So instead of instead of um giving toys like and but then then you you do the opposite of what santa does it everything goes so you mm, don't oh stuff. Okay, okay you anti-santa stuff so you mm. you're you're getting rid of as much as you can out yeah of that. that needs some thinking about i think yes yeah because uh, i've spent like the last uh 18 days i still got to do day 19 and 20 of the advent calendar dressed as santa in the story shed. Ah. Uh, so I'm not really sure. I've got this, you know, conflict of interest there, really. Well, no, because you wouldn't be giving out toys. You would be receiving toys from people. Ah, okay. Or gifts that you would then give yeah. out. So yeah, okay. So the anti-Santa is, is you take stuff to Santa to give to people that don't hoard. Mm. Oh, I see. You're cutting out the middleman. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or the middle Santa, yeah. Shops. Uh. Yay. Right, right then. Okay. Well, um, it just remains to say, have a happy Christmas. Mm. And may all your presents be edible. Yeah. Because at least then, you've only got to get rid of the wrappers. And I think for next year, we should write some, some hoarding-related Song. songs for Christmas. I think I'm going to leave that job to you, Dave. Oh, we wish you all a hoard-free Christmas. That's dreadful, actually. Sorry, Noddy. Sorry, no, Noddy. we wish you a sherry Christmas. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> and, yes. A, and a and a and a stuff-free New Year. Indeed. 
Right, well, that's good. Let's 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 stop there then. Happy right Christmas. We will. So happy Christmas, everybody. Ho Have ho a ho! Time and do get in touch and tell us your tips so mm. that we can keep them ready for next year. Mm.